Support for this episode is brought to you by Mrs. Myers. A delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything we make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived ingredients, our cleaning products work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Shop now at MrsMyers.com. Curling fans, as America's best curling teams prepare to compete on the world stage, you've come to the one place with everything you need involving USA Curling. It's the Extra Extra In podcast with Price Atkinson. Get ready for everything that you need to know. News, interviews, points of view, anything involving Team USA forming and the 2018 Winter Olympics in South Korea for Team USA Curling is found here. It's the Extra Extra In podcast with Price Atkinson, presented by the 12th In Sports Network. Welcome into the Extra Extra In podcast, another episode here with the 12th In Sports Network, powered by Isagenics, Price Atkinson, joined by Sean Murray this week, and excited to have everybody tuning in for another exciting episode as the 2017-2018 curling season underway as we, what we do here on the 12th In Sports Network and the Extra Extra In podcast, we focus on our U.S national teams and everybody getting ready for the upcoming olympic trials in omaha nebraska but as i mentioned sean murray and price atkins here joining you sean what's happening this week my friend how's everything going oh everything's going just great uh was at a at a bond spiel this weekend in rice lake and won it so feeling good um bit of a quiet weekend for the u.s teams uh uh this past weekend but uh, just keeping an eye on stuff Always something going on. Yeah, everybody seemed to, uh, you know, for the most part, you know, the high-performance teams kind of taking a weekend off. It was kind of a quiet weekend. Everybody gets home. A lot of teams heading back out on the road. You know, I know a couple heading over across the pond this weekend or, you know, right actually probably in the next couple days to compete this weekend. But really a quiet weekend after what was, you know, kind of a busy couple weeks there to start September, you know, as everybody starts turning the page for October. Yeah, uh, like you said, most of the teams were just taking it easy this weekend. Uh, The only real action was uh, uh, John Schuster and Corey Christensen playing at the Service Experts Mixed Doubles Classic up in Edmonton, and they did pretty well. Three and one in their pool uh, made the quarters. Unfortunately, lost in the quarters to a Korean pair. But that was that was essentially it for uh, U.S. teams this weekend. Yeah, I, I was going to say I I was actually uh, I was in a press box doing college football all day uh, on Saturday, and I had several people look over my shoulder and they see John Schuster's Facebook live feed uh, broadcasting their live. Uh, games there uh, is him and Corey were playing that mixed doubles and had several people look at me like what in the world are you watching I said dude just go away you don't want to know but I thought it was cool because John and uh, John did a test with his Facebook live I'd never seen him broadcast a, a spiel or you know a tournament live on his personal feed so I, I was enjoying getting a little bit of the John Schuster uh, Facebook live there on uh, Saturday afternoon. Yeah, that's a that's a cool little thing that uh, that they were doing. Uh, I think a number of people were 
watching, just you know, trying to get their early season fix. And <laughs> you were watching a U.S. Te- you're watching U.S. teams. It was the only fix to be had. <laughs> I, I, I saw Smitty even commenting. I think Smitty was maybe doing a little scouting for him and Monica on the mixed doubles end. Is uh, he would seem to be pr- pretty glued to what was going on there with him and Corey? Yeah, so Smitty and John go way back. They've been yeah. friends since they were since they were kids, basically. So he's probably equally equally scouting and equally trying to throw shade at him. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and let you know what we've got coming ahead on this episode uh, of the Extra Extra and Podcast. This would be actually technically episode four. So very excited and appreciate all our listeners tuning in, subscribing, uh, wherever you are, whatever time of day it is. Bottom line, thank you for taking the time to subscribe and more importantly to listen to the Extra Extra Podcast. Our featured guest interview coming up here in the next segment. We're going to go to the women's side of things here is Corey Christian and Sarah Anderson from Team Christensen. I caught up with them uh, just a couple weeks ago. We're going to talk with them as Corey and Sarah getting ready as the the youngest team, Sean, of the Olympic trials uh you know between nina roth and certainly jamie sinclair's rink and then you have Corey christensen i guess maybe say the youthful unit if you want to put it some kind of way yeah de- de- definitely the the champions of youth on that team i mean uh cory herself is Corey's just a couple of years out of juniors and uh anderson girls are too and i think Anna martin's only a year older so i mean none of them have even reached a quarter century so they haven't hit the wise old years yet but <laughs> definitely youth and they're they're all i mean they they have uh they still have the experience that uh, you know belies their youth yeah no doubt about it and so we'll what we'll do also after we talk with Corey and sarah we'll bring you our weekly round table and that'll consist of sean murray myself and then two-time olympian jessica schultz she's going to join us as you know she experienced you know the youth movement so to speak when she made her first olympic team in 2006 when she was just in her early 20s so we'll kind of talk about you know what are maybe the realistic expectations uh of the for the youngest team on the women's side coming up at Olympic trials with Team Christensen. So Sean, Jessica, and myself, we'll get into that here coming up here on the Extra Action Podcast just a little bit later. But to make sure everybody knows how you can get us every single week, real easy, guys. Pull up your Apple Podcast app on your smartphone. Pull that Apple Podcast up. Search the Extra Extra In. You'll find us right there. You can get us every single week on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and without a doubt, of course, the TESN website. That's TESN.us forward slash podcast. And right there is where you can sign up uh, the widget where our weekly prize contest giveaways that we'll be doing. And and without a doubt, check us out on social media, on the Facebook page and Twitter for the 12th and Sports Network, which which we will let you know who we got coming up each week. We'll let you know what that contest is. You know, uh, you know, just some really cool stuff that we've got all season long, Sean, here on the Extra Extra and Podcast. Joe uh, and the entire team just really done a lot of hard work to get a lot of these cool giveaways, especially last week's, which was that signed Monica Walker jersey giveaway we had. All right, so when we come back, we will talk with Corey Christensen and Sarah Anderson from Team Christensen, also comprised of Taylor Anderson and Jenna Martin. 
We will bring you that interview here live next on the Extra Extra In podcast with the 12th In Sports Network, powered by Isagenics. The winner of this week's Extra Extra In podcast giveaway is Karen Drumbowski. She's the winner of our Dynasty Curling Apparel hat. Thank you to Dynasty Curling Apparel for sponsoring this week's contest. The new contest is already on our website. You can click the win widget and you can have a chance to win a 50-minute mental coaching session with Shannon Walton of Ultimate Mental Edge. Just go to www.tesn.us podcast and you have your chance to win. Welcome back into the Extra Extra In podcast. Bryce Atkinson here. Now we're sitting down with Corey Christensen and Sarah Anderson from Team Christensen. Ladies, welcome. Excited about uh, the trials this fall. I know it's is a little bit different of a year for you all. Yeah, thanks for having us. I think we're really excited for this upcoming season. Well, what's the summer been like for you guys? What is, you know, you know, as most every team we've talked to and some of the ones so far on the on the podcast is kind of what summer, you know, it's just really kind of you guys turn the page from last season and immediately go into preparing for the Olympic trials. Yeah, we didn't really have much of an off season. Um, obviously, it's a very, very busy year for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently moved down to Minneapolis this summer um, to be closer to the National Training Center in Blaine yep. and to be able to practice with the Andersons. We've been getting out on the ice uh, about three times a week, trying yep. to as much as we can. Um, so, yeah, it's been, it's been really great to not really have much of an off season. We feel really ready going into the year. Yeah. So, what's the move? How has the move been like? I mean, you come down from Duluth, and you're closer to your teammates. Is yeah. You know, Clearly, you're not having to travel back and forth as much. It, yeah, it's get great. Settled in. It is nice. Yeah, I yeah. miss home, but it's yeah. it's. I need to be in the cities, so it's been really great. Yeah. Now, I understand you guys both, right, are taking a full year off school. Is that what I understand? Not a semester, but a full year. Because is that is that right, sir? Yeah, that's correct. Um, I mean, uh, I've taken the last year off, and then this coming semester, and so has Taylor. And yep. Uh, we we um we all took a few classes this summer okay. to try and just kind of keep up a little bit but um yeah it's gonna be such a busy fall that it's just we don't have time for school yeah. so just taking the opportunity to curl and um yeah so was it i mean in a way professional i mean you kind of turn pro you take put school to the side just for a little while and now you're curling i mean this is what your full-time well technically what your full-time job is now to get ready for november what do you, what do people say? Your friends like they obviously your close friends know what you're doing, but like when people you don't know and you meet and they ask what you do, you say, "Well, I I, I curl." Mm-hmm. What what do they say? What's the reaction? I guess a lot of people think it's cool. They yeah. especially living in Minneapolis, people have a good idea of what curling is, and mm-hmm. they think that's a, kind of a unique thing to be doing. And I think that's what we're like. A lot of my friends, you know, they're going to school. They are more invested in internships in the summer, and I think we're really taking this time and dedicating all this time and effort. And really going all in for the trials this fall. Yeah, absolutely. So what are you guys, what are you studying in school? I mean, what is, what are you guys choosing to do? I mean, you're putting it on hold, but what is, what are y'all focusing on school and, you know, career after school? Sarah and I are actually both in the same undergraduate major at oh, um, yeah? at the University of Minnesota. We're both in kinesiology. And then um, I want to go on to physical therapy. Okay. Well, we're talking with Sarah Anderson and Corey Christensen, certainly part of Team Christensen, along with Taylor Anderson, your sister, and then what was formerly Jenna Haig, but now Jenna Martin, who just recently got married. So um, what is – you guys haven't been in the high-performance program that long, uh, the youngest team. What's the, what's the program been like for you guys? 
I feel like we kind of grew up with it in like in our late uh, teenage years, mm-hmm. moving into now uh, being in our young twenties. Mm-hmm. That it's really developed with us growing up in it. Um, and the longer we've been in it now, the more that like sports psych and the in the gym has really uh, ramped up. Mm-hmm. And that's developed greatly in the last couple of years. Yeah. Corey? Yeah, I think we just feel really lucky to have the coaching support and all the staff with the USCA. I mean, it's been huge in developing our team. Um, we feel really lucky to be a part of it. Um, yeah, and I just think that it's great for us to to be here in Omaha and get ready for the trials. That'll be huge for us with it being our first time playing in an Olympic trials. Um, this is a great way for us to get comfortable with the venue and kind of what it's going to be like. Yep. All right, Corey, you know, as a four-time junior national champion, did you expect to have this much success, you know, going from juniors now to where you are, I mean, to have this much success this quickly? Um, not really, I guess, but uh, it's it's been really great. I mean, I'm lucky to have really awesome teammates, and we've had a lot of success, and I think that kind of started with the silver medal that we got in uh, – in, mm-hmm. at Worlds in uh, Denmark a couple years ago. Um, yeah. After that, it was kind of like, wow, you know, we can compete at a world level and we can do this. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things I, I just enjoy watching you guys play, you know, back at Nationals, you guys got so much youth, you got so much energy and the high fives, the emotion on the ice. Talk about the team dynamic. You know, also obviously your sister Je- Taylor and, and Jenna, you know, the four of you guys, you guys seem like you just have a ton of fun out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think just we're a team that like we really enjoy each other's company on and mm-hmm. off the ice, and I think that shows in how we play together. Um, just having such a good, uh, like, friendships, uh, just it's honestly so much fun playing. Yeah. Uh, I think we have great teammates, and I think that shows in our chemistry and our trust with each other. Yeah. Um, and we like to have fun, and we play better when it's light and yeah. uh, we're having a good time. Who's the one that keeps it light? Who's the one that's cracking the jokes? And who, is it? It seems like all of you guys really. It smile is kind of a group a, effort. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say Sarah does most of the talking, and yeah. Jenna's Jenna's good for a lot of jokes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she throws those one-liners in there. Yeah, that gets us. yeah. It, when I watch you know other teams play, I mean everybody channels their energy, you know, especially negatively. Sometimes different, you know, slamming brooms and. You know, sometimes, you know, getting loud. But you guys seem to channel it in a different way. Am am I right? Am I wrong? That's one thing that we've talked about a lot is, Mm -hmm. you know, we're not a team that wants to show our emotions because that doesn't help us. That doesn't help what we're trying to do. So, yeah, I mean, kind of like leaning on each other. We have a lot of trust within our team. And um, leaning on each other when we're having a bad game is kind of what we go to as opposed to... Yeah, <laughs> as we continue with Corey Christensen, Skip of Team Christensen, and Sarah Anderson, Vice Skip here, and you know, you're the more talkative of the two between you and your sister. I, I, everybody <laughs> tells me that the coaches tell me that, and I hear it right here. So, are you the one that lobbies? I mean, you're obviously the Vice Skip, but everybody has you know a hand in you know decision calls. But it's Corey's ultimate decision is the Skip. But are you the one that? All right, I'm the more talkative one. I'm the vice. I'm the one that can maybe convince Corey. Let's try another one. Let's go with something different. Are you the one that tries to, that has the lobbying power? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think um, you know when the the three of us, the front end and I, are down at the other end, we'll all kind of like discuss. I'm like Jenna, what do you think here? And get Taylor's input, and I'll relay that to Corey. Uh, I think that's why our communication is really good. Is that uh-huh. you know they are like our front end is giving opinions on the strategy too, and I think Corey and I have a really good. Uh, conversation out there mm-hmm. you know it's it's um it's really like back and forth and yeah 
It's nice. Corey, do you ever feel like they're, uh, man, you got two of them. I mean, you got twins on your team. Do you ever feel like Ganging they're gang- up on do me? They, do they feel like they gang up on you every now and then? Say, Jenna, get over here. I need help. Yeah, help. help. No, it's great. I yeah. mean, we've talked about how Sarah's a really good kind of mediator between the front end and the back end. She relays the information and lots of talking. And it, I need that. I need that, you know, yeah. um, to give me confidence and see what what the team wants to do yeah absolutely and you know sarah you come from you got a lot of sisters uh, how what is the you know the curling i'm sure i mean you all are really competitive what's i mean what is the curling like inside the anderson household how really competitive is it truly i think it's more not only just competitive in curling but competitive in all aspects of our lives yeah we'll sit around the dinner table and i don't think we can have a conversation that doesn't lead somehow to curling uh-huh. but uh i think we're very competitive and i think that's what we grew up playing together playing against each other mm-hmm. um which has been really fun growing up with four sisters yeah absolutely and you know speaking of family real quick before we you know kind of get ready for you know what's coming up in november and you know preparation but you know what's the role like your dad i know your dad is really close to you guys and what what has he played the role how has he played a role in your development i think uh i owe a lot to my dad and, and my mom like my yeah. parents have really um supported me so much and all my sisters in everything through life they and they've just my dad has taught me so much growing up and he taught all my sisters and I've still today you know like I'll call him a couple times a week and he always is asking like how practice is going and he's always just you know really not only like tech like with curling but just with like Mm -hmm. support emotionally um it's just been great yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. and you know Corey you guys is the the three high performance teams. I mean, you guys are clearly the the youngest. But mm-hmm. do you get do you feel like sometimes maybe an underdog because y'all are younger and you know not far removed from juniors? Or do you feel I mean, no? This is I mean this is even Steven. We're I mean we're all three equal. But do you sometimes feel like maybe an underdog out there? You know sometimes. Yeah. But I think um, I mean even our last year of juniors we were playing mostly women's events. I think we only did yeah. maybe two junior events. So it really wasn't that big of a transition for us into mm-hmm. into women. So it it does feel like we've you know we've been competing against these teams for many many years now so yeah. it it hasn't it hasn't felt too much like an, an underdog yeah all right as you guys uh you know get ready to prepare here for the trials um really the first run at this thing together first trials what is i mean if you imagine i mean you've watched it on tv you've been in the sport for all your life i mean have you what have you thought about this i mean a lot of pressure, taking it like just any other competition. What's this experience going to be like for you guys competing in trials for the first time? Um, I think, you know, how we've put school on hold and all four of us have really dedicated this last two years to this goal. Mm-hmm. Um, we're really going into it knowing that with no regrets that we've done every everything we can to be at the best ability we can be. Mm-hmm. And really, what do we have to lose, right? It's yeah. our first Olympic trials. Um and I think, you know, I feel like we're gonna, right now we're feeling great on the ice in the gym. And I think we are going to treat it like any other competition and, you know, play the stones out there and mm-hmm. play our game and uh, hopefully have some good games. Yeah. Corey? Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, we, I think we just need to trust the process. We've put in, you know, so much work. We've put our lives on hold for this and we're ready and we just have to believe it. And we know we can do it. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it did nationals i know it didn't go the way you guys wanted it to and you wanted to make the playoffs you just barely miss out mm-hmm. um has that given you guys any extra motivation just i mean it, it was a long time ago that was back in february but you know knowing that you guys can play so much better 
Mm-hmm. Is that giving you all a little bit of an extra drive through the summer and through the fall here to you know, prepare? Yeah, like I said, I mean, we didn't have much of an off-season yeah. this year. Uh, the Andersons, I know, I didn't move down to the cities until about May, but the Andersons were right back on the ice pretty much right after nationals, practicing every day. Yep. Um, yeah, so it's it's been busy. And I know nationals didn't go as we wanted, but, you know, there was so much to learn from nationals. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've especially been working a lot with – uh, Carly Anderson with our sports psych and right. just with Phil uh, Dropnik just really taking what we can from that Nationals and really improving our game from there. So, What is it like having Coach Phil on your team? Because <laughs> the Phil swag, I, I, I get the biggest <laughs> kick out of when he's you know, you call a timeout or even it's before a game and he just waltzes down. He's got that, he's oh, got, yeah. he's got that sway, that swag that he's you know, yeah. I always enjoy. What is it like playing for with Coach Phil or for? It's Coach been Phil? great. I mean, bef- prior to nationals, we didn't have a whole lot of experience working with Phil, but mm-hmm. um, I mean, like you said, we like the lighthearted um, aura that he has. You know, and like that's that's when we play our best is yeah. when we're out laughing and we before games, before practices, sit there with him and he just like makes us laugh all the time. Yeah. And it's it's perfect for our team. He fits so well. Yeah, it seems like Phil. It, you said it. The fit. I mean, he, I don't think you could find another coach maybe. Probably could if you tried, but you—he just seems like there is no better fit for you guys. A guy that is a lot like you all: mm-hmm. fun, light, loves to smile, loves to joke. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, as we get ready to uh, wrap this thing up here on the Extra Extra and Podcast, Corey Christensen and Sarah Anderson. What does what will success look like for you guys at nationals? I know, or excuse me, at trials. No, you're coming to win. You're not coming here for anything but. But knowing it's the first run through this for you guys. Now, you're not tempering expectations, but what will what will define success for you all at the trials in Omaha? I think defining success, um, of course, you know, people look at it as winning um, uh-huh. the trials. I think defining success is knowing that we've played our best. Mm-hmm. Um, we are mentally strong. We are physically strong. And, you know, we're just playing our game and being confident in what we have. And, you know, if we do all that. You know, hopefully we come out on top, but Mm -hmm. that's what... Like we said, going into the trials, we wanted to just put everything in, and when we're done with the week, know that we gave it our all. And, you know, hopefully it works out in our favor. But if it doesn't, I mean, we we gave it our all. Yeah. Now, you guys were in Omaha back in August for, you know, Team USA camp, getting a, you know, run of the ice, getting to, you know, throw the stones, check out the ice, the building... What was what was the facility like, and what was Omaha like? As you you know, having been there, I'm sure that gives you something to visualize. Having been on that same ice in arena where you're going to be competing, yeah, it was it's it was awesome. I mean, yeah. um, we were pleasantly surprised by Omaha. It's a great city. We found some really good restaurants to eat at. Um, had a lot of fun, and it's a just a beautiful arena. And being able to go there and get comfortable with the locker rooms and the ice and the lights and everything, um, it's just going to be huge for us when we when we arrive at the trials. All right, a uh, couple things on the way out the door. Let's uh, have, a, have a little fun. Who gets to pick the music when you guys are on road trips and you guys are vanning it? Who's the one that gets to be the DJ in, in the car and in the van? Lately, it's been Taylor. Taylor, yeah. 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 What, is, what is she usually picking? What's her music of choice? <laughs> so we drove down at, uh, to Omaha around 7.30 in the morning. First song comes on is a heavy rap song (laughs) can we please play some country (laughs) sarah and i like the country yeah definitely 
a little bit easier way to start a day. Yeah. Kind of smooth into a little country music as opposed to going just right out of the gate with some mm-hmm. rap. All right, what do you guys, What what's your guilty pleasure? What do you like to watch on TV? Uh, is it The Bachelor? Is oh, it reality yeah. TV? Mm-hmm. What, what is, what's y'all's guilty pleasure? Whether it's TV or not, what's your guilty pleasure? Ice cream? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we love ice cream on our team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's something that, that, you know, obviously people that watch curling on television and see the web stream and read about you guys, what's something that they may not know about Sarah Anderson and Corey Christensen? Mm. Throwing us hard questions now. Yeah. And you can it's spill the beans. It's okay. Um, I guess off the ice. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little bit into art. Okay. And I guess I don't really talk about that when I'm at curling events. Yeah. But, um. I really like going to museums, and I like drawing, and it's kind of a fun hobby. Yeah? Corey? Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, Come on, you guys are young. You love to have fun. What do you love to go out and do? 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 Lake Life with Sam. Lake Life? I Yeah, I have a cabin up north of Duluth, so I try to get up nice. there as much as I can in the summer. And, uh, yeah, I like hiking, camping, being outside. Jet skiing, wakeboarding, anything like that? Skiing. I I like to water ski, but my mom yeah. tells me no because I can't get hurt. <laughs> well, ladies, just appreciate you guys joining us here. Sarah Anderson, Corey Christensen from Team Christensen, certainly rounding out your team, Jenna Martin, and your sister, Taylor Anderson. Ladies, thank you so much for a few minutes here, and we wish you guys all the best coming up at trials in November. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks so much. All right, we'll be right back here on the Extra Extra In podcast. Have you tried different weight loss programs and are still looking for results? I was too until I found Isagenix, and it didn't take long before I started getting the results that I wanted. Isagenix is a complete 9-day or 30-day weight loss energy performance and health aging program. With over 550,000 customers in 7 countries, Isagenix's science-backed ingredients and products are rigorously tested for safety and will help boost your weight loss efforts by gently cleansing and nourishing your body. Isagenix's cleansing and fat-burning system has helped me relieve daily stress and given me even more energy to play with my kids from sun up to sundown. Every day and every week, I'm coming across and meeting a friend of mine that is also an Isagenix customer. My personal Isagenix associate, Sarah Schuster, helped me take control of my health and, most importantly, my life. Sarah walked me through the entire process, answered every question, and most importantly, serves as my personal daily cheerleader. And she can do the same and more for you. Give Sarah a call with the keyword curling at 218-391-1566 and she'll waive your one-year membership fee. Stop making excuses and start taking control. Let Sarah get you started on a healthier life at 218-391-1566. Isagenix did it for me, and it can do it for you. All right, welcome back into the Extra Extra End with the 12 Sports Network, powered by Isagenics. And, man, we're getting ready for our weekly roundtable. Price Atkinson, we got my man Sean Murray, 12th Inch Sports Network commentator. But now, for the first time, two-time Olympian Jessica Schultz joins us here on the roundtable to dive into an array of topics. Jess, welcome in to the Extra Extra End podcast for the very first time. 
Hi, Price. Thank you for having me. <laughs> excited to be here. Yeah. Well, we're excited to have you. So I, let, before we get into everything that we are going to get into, right, Sean, what, what exactly, what are you up to right now, Jess? you got a lot of things going on. What's happening in the world of Jessica Schultz in the Twin Cities? Oh, my goodness. Right now, I am actually enjoying a little downtime. Mm-hmm. I just finished uh, a bachelor's degree with a focus on small business management. So I'm just kind of reveling in actually having spare time and hanging out with the dog and playing around the house. But as well as I also have the side projects going on and kind of getting into work and focusing on my career a little bit more at the moment. So that's been that's been fun. Well, congratulations. That's uh, Thank you. when you get that uh, degree in hand and that paper, that is uh, quite a special moment. Sometimes it takes people longer than others, shorter than others. For me, it was a little bit longer, but you know, the bottom line is you get across the finish line. And for that, we say absolutely congratulations, Jess. Thank you. I couldn't have done it without um, actually the DeVry University's partnership with the U.S. Olympic Committee and USA Curling. So it was a pretty exciting opportunity to receive that and get through it. Yeah, now I feel like an adult, and I can go out and take on the world. (laughs) (laughs) You feel like an adult. (laughs) Finally at last, right? Finally at last. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's dive into everything we got, because earlier we just talked to Corey Christensen and Sarah Anderson, and as we get ready for the Olympic trials coming up in Omaha, you know, we obviously have three teams on the women's side, and Corey, Team Christensen, that's the youth movement uh, of this, you know, of the trials. You know, they are the youngest with Corey, Sarah, Taylor, and Jenna. I mean, they're all, mm-hmm. I, I believe, 23 and younger. So, I mean, you've been in this position, you know, where you were young when you went to your first Olympics. The, I mean, the situation, the trials, and how you qualify was different. You know, but kind of talk about, you know, being the youthful team getting ready to go up against, you know, Nina and, and, and Jamie in, in Omaha. Yeah, I think um, as a younger team, you're kind of coming in as the underdogs already. But to Corey and Sarah's credit, they have a ton of experience going into this event. And they've had a lot of um, resources available to them and have a lot of great experiences and success on that on the international and national level. Um, for us, when we won with Cassie, we were kind of the new team and we were coming through. We didn't quite expect to win. And so we just went in and gave it our all and ended up had, came to a draw to the button in an extra end against Debbie McCormick's team. And we were beside ourselves. And I think um, in that, it, during that moment, you know, you know what you're playing for, you know what the outcome is when you win, but I don't think you fully understand the weight of it mm-hmm. and, and what the pressure is going to be like at that time. Um, like you're just out there playing, you're playing, playing fearless and you have all, all this, uh, experienced these experienced teams you know these higher level teams that have been doing it for years so you're a little more nervous that way um and you're you're kind of starstruck at the same time um, maybe not as much in Corey's situation because they've been playing against each other for the last few years and it mm-hmm. seems like they always beat each other but like for me coming in to play against Debbie McCormick who I always kind of looked up to um was just a different uh way of looking at it I guess back then but yeah, I think uh, Corey's team definitely has a chance at this. Um, it's kind of any man's, any any team's thing to go out and win right now. Yeah, Sean, hop in here. Uh, you know, th- one of the things here, guys, is 
when you look at what Corey and, and her team is, I don't want to say up against because they're not up against any kind of mountain. I mean, they have mm-hmm. experienced all kinds of success at the junior level. And if you get hot and just make shots, hey, look, I mean, there's nothing that you're up against in terms of any kind of mountain. This is something that's right there for the taking. So, But I guess when you look at it, you know, in terms of the – the youth that they've got, you know, they, I mean, there's no question about it. Let's call it what it is. They are not the favorite. I think you look at it as co-favorites between Nina and, and Jamie, but this is not out of the realm and unrealistic in any shape or form that they could come in and get this thing done and find themselves in the Olympic Games. Well, when you've only got three teams playing and it's a double round robin, it really can be anybody's game. Yeah. And, you know, these th- these three teams have spent the last two years beating up on each other. And I, mean, I don't know specific win-loss records, but, I mean, they're basically even. Whoever is peaking at the right time is making the right shots at the right time. That's the team that's going to end up representing us in Korea. And it could be any one of these. I mean, they've had slightly different seasons to this point. Uh, you know, Corey's team has played in three events so far. They were the semifinalists at the BioSteel Hopefield Fall Classic. Um, but before that, they played at the Stu Cells, only won one game, and they were two and two at the Shorty. So they've kind of had what might what they might call a, an okay season to, so far. But I'm sure they'd like to ramp it up and get things going. And one of the other considerations here is that whichever team goes out of these three, it's going to be all the players' first Olympic Games. And I think that's going to introduce a different dynamic of pressure to every athlete in this field, whatever experience they've had, just knowing what is at the end of the road. And, you know, either pressure makes you better or it makes you fold. And that's what we're going to be seeing unfold in Omaha in just a couple of months now. Yeah, Jess, is is the pressure something that you take into account? I mean, you were there in, what, 2006. Clearly it was a, a different path with the way you guys got to the Olympics in 2006 in Torino. But, you know, the pressure of – is it one of those things where you get into that vacuum and you just – I mean, you don't even realize the pressure. You're just going to get the job done or, you know, coming into this thing maybe now where it's a little bit different, and you know, in a way – it, do you feel that pressure more with a more younger and youthful team? Or, or is it the advantage where, you know, the pressure, you don't know, what you don't know can't hurt you? Yeah. I think as, as a younger team, you're, you're, you know there's a little bit of pressure there, but for some reason you don't feel the pressure as much as maybe some of the older teams that are, let's say Nina, would be feeling when they put in so much more time into the sport. Um it's it's kind of hard to compare the two trials just because ours, when we went, we, we win nationals, then you you go right to worlds and then you had a year, you, you automatically become the Olympic team. Mm-hmm. So it's just a little my, different mindset going through that process than going through the double round robin and knowing you get a second chance at, at winning all of at, at winning against some of the teams that uh-huh. you might not have had a strong enough game against. Uh, so knowing that it's, it's going to be okay to miss a couple shots here and there. And then if you don't win that game, you can always hopefully go out and play better and win the next one. Um, so that's the advantage, I guess, for the double round Robin. And then, yeah, it's, it's hard. Like I said, it's just hard to put into words, the kind of pressure that you feel at that age compared to when you're older. I mean, I know I remember sitting, you know, ninth and 10th end. We're like, Holy crap. Marine and I are talking. We're like, 
this is we're going into an extra end in the in the in the Olympic trials in the game of the Olympic trials to go to the Olympics, <laughs> you know. And then all of a sudden, my whole body was just started shaking and I was vibrating <laughs> and I could barely drink water. Like I just remember people pointing at me behind the glass because I couldn't even drink out of my water bottle because my whole body was shaking. And I was just so thankful that I wasn't in Cassie's position to throw that draw. That all I had to try to do is not oversweep it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what was, yeah, I guess. Was that moment, the, I mean, that moment right there, was that more intense, more pressure, you know, everything combined than when you got to the Olympic Games? Because, I mean, you know, as they say, you know, making it's half the battle, and clearly you don't want to just get to the Olympics, you want to win a medal. But when mm-hmm. you could taste it, it was on the cusp. Was that more pressure than you felt when you got to the Olympic Games? That's a, that's a very good question. I think that was actually the most pressure that we felt um, to get there. And then once you become the Olympic team, then you're the Olympic team, right? You mm-hmm. get all these great things. You're going one way or the other. Your media is pulling you out all these different directions. People Magazine wants interviews with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have all those excitements. And then you're getting to the Olympics, and it's bright lights. It's shiny. Everything's free. There's free pop and vending machines, like, right as you walk down. It's, it's so cool. <laughs> you walk into your room, and there's a Nike bag full oh. of free stuff. And it was unbelievable. Right. And, you know, you're walking through opening service ceremonies and people are cheering you on and then you then you just get like this whole other form of emotion going on you know between excitement and pressure and yeah and just all these emotions that it's hard to put into words but there wasn't I didn't feel the pressure at that during those games I don't think obviously we were frustrated we were doing terrible and um, we weren't playing up to what we were hoping to play at at our level you know we won silver in 2005 so we were playing similar teams going into the 2006 Olympics and we obviously had hopes of winning or getting a medal and we just didn't get there so then we just felt the heartbreak yeah pretty much you know right away pretty close to right away you know if you win four or five games or lose four or five games in a row that kind of kind of puts you down pretty quickly yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the media is not there anymore and you're wondering what's going on <laughs> you're like come on what do i smell bad you know what is it yeah, about me right. guys come on i'm st- <laughs> I'm still the same player i mean geez <laughs> yeah. do i need a shower <laughs> <laughs> oh man um mm. you know sean when you take a look and you, you look at this team and you see and, and, and Jessica, hop in here too, because I mean, you, I mean, you've competed against them, you know, for a while. Mm-hmm. But you know, just from watching this team, I mean, they these they have a lot of energy. They've got a lot of uh, you know passion. But Corey, when I watch her skip a team and I watch her on the ice, I, I love the competitive competitiveness I see. I mean, forget the broom slamming, but we missing a shot. I mean, you can see, I mean, she, and everybody gets, handles it in a different way, but you can see the fire and the fierceness. At least I do plain as day in Corey Christensen. And I love it. Well, well, there's no doubt. Anyone that's watched her compete for any length of time knows that she's got the fire, but I also think that she possesses one of the intangibles that a skip at at her level mm-hmm. absolutely has to have to be successful. And that's the ability to park any, anything, any bad shots. Uh-huh. And I've seen that while broadcasting. I've seen it while running the camera. I've seen it just watching in a, in a tournament at, you know, St. Paul or whatever, you know, 
not, nobody makes every shot, obviously, but yeah. you know, might have one shot go awry, you know, hit and roll out, it's a draw, whatever, and it'll be just, you know, two seconds of, ah, that sucked, and just body language, and it's gone. Yeah. And she's had that for years, and it, you know, I mean, she had the success that she had in juniors, I think, largely because of that. I mean, she played in three straight world juniors from 2014 to 2016, and, you know, went from sixth to losing the tiebreaker to silver. And there's just, she's, that's, she's just got what it takes to skip at that level. But again, I'm still curious as to what the pressure may, may bring out. You know, it may elevate her to another level that maybe even she doesn't know is possible yet. Yeah. And that's, that's definitely a possibility, but I think Pierce said it, uh, or sorry, Pierce said it correctly. I think how you explain or define her, she's fierce and she's passionate and you can feel that when you're on the ice with her. And, uh, we played them at nationals this year and that was mm-hmm. the first time I've been able to play against those girls on a couple of, um, actually we played them on tour as well, but you can just tell how she, she wants to play and she wants to win. You know, obviously, if it's not going her way, you can kind of feel that a little bit, which could, like um, Sean said, that it, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out at the trials. But at the same time, she's been in high pressure situations before and she's been able to handle herself and carry her team. Yes, we continue with Sean Murray and two-time Olympian Jessica Schultz. You know, one of these things, you know, like you mentioned, Jess, you know, the pressure and having been there before does the pedigree of being a what a four-time you know U.S. Junior National Champion going to play at the uh, you know at the World Junior several times does that pedigree and having granted it's only at the junior level I get that but the fact that she's had success at the highest level at the where she's been still at the young age does that pedigree do you think does that play in you know to to certainly the if not the immediate future but certainly the long term future of Corey Christensen you know and Sarah Taylor and Jenna. Definitely. I mean, it plays into the confidence level of the player. If you can look back and see your successes and kind of relive those moments, that's going to help, you know, put, propel you forward. Sean? No, I, I absolutely agree. I mean, you know, there's no substitute for international experience, whether it's yeah. at a world juniors or a world men's or what have you. Um, and she's definitely got it. I mean, she's, I think she's at least a four time junior champion it's not five mm-hmm. um i'm not completely sure about that but uh, there's no question that she's she's got the experience already um still kind of looking for that first breakthrough on the women's side but mm-hmm. you know i mean she's been to a couple of junior nationals and you know i'm sorry women's nationals and has been kind of right just a little below the absolute top but yeah. has always been right there and has always challenged the big teams and like i said still waiting for that kind of big breakthrough into the top, which is, you know, kind of the same position that Cassie and team were in in 2006. And you know what happened there? Yeah. Yeah. So Corey Christensen and, and team Christensen heading to Stockholm, the Stockholm ladies cup this weekend, coach Drobnik, uh, they're setting sail here uh, across the pond to take part in that this coming weekend. But so when you look at it, guys, you know, both you guys, you know, hop in here and weigh in when you look at, Corey's team and you look at the way this thing is setting up I mean and you handicap the women's side you know of 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 Olympic trials 
Where, how do you see this thing? I don't want to, you know, get predictions now, but I mean, where do you see Corey's team fitting in? Is this would this be a, an upset if they were to go in there and win this thing and go to the Olympics? Is, is this one of those things where, you know, they're obviously trying to get their feet wet? They've never been in the Olympic trials before. You know, just want to go and account themselves well. Just tell me, what do you think in your minds, guys? What do you think? success is and I'm not trying to shortchange him by saying you know not making the Olympics is good but a bit humor me here because obviously a very very young team I I would say uh well as I said earlier it's only a three-team field and double round robin really anything can happen okay any one of these three teams would be fantastic representatives uh I think I do think it goes without saying that um Probably fewer people would expect them to win than either Sinclair or Roth, simply because of the experience factor. Um, you know, Roth's got Roth's been to a women's worlds as a skip. Um, team hasn't started off this. They haven't played that much yet this year. Uh, but you know, she's been around the national scene for a long time and is one of the best in the business. And then you know, on the other side, you got Team Sinclair, who has started this season absolutely red hot. Yeah, you know, they're oh, yeah. semifinalists at the Tier 2 Slam. They won the Shorty, Shorty Jenkins. And, I mean, you almost can't ask for a better start. So they're definitely getting on fire. But, you know, I, I don't think anybody would be surprised to see Christensen win. Uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't exactly call them I, – I don't think I would call them the favorite. Here, yeah. No. Okay. Jess? Yeah, I'd have to agree with Sean. I don't know – Well, one, I don't think there's really one favorite going into the trials. I mean, obviously, Jamie's team has been hot. And so maybe you can say that maybe she's a little more favored. But I wouldn't say that it would be an upset if Corey was to win, just given these girls' history um, between the three teams of playing against each other. They all seem to beat each other. And um, they've all been working really hard to improve and get better and and be competitive at this level. And so, no, I don't think um, it would be considered an upset at all. And I don't think it'd be considered an upset to Corey at all in her mind because um, they they deserve and earn this right to be there. And so, yeah, it's any any team could win there. Yeah, and which is why I think it's just going to be just an awesome, you know, couple days, week in Omaha just to watch the way this thing's going to play out. I just cannot mm-hmm. wait for it. It's going to be just a lot of fun. But, you know, before we get out the door uh, and wrap this thing up here on our weekly roundtable, the extra, extra in, just cannot thank Sean Murray and Jessica Schultz enough. Jess, uh, hit us up right now. What's going on with your Athletes Original Rock Life? You got, uh, I was checking it out a couple days ago over the weekend. You got some really cool stuff there online. Uh, Even more products. I mean, I've got two of your t-shirts in my drawer downstairs. Now you got (laughs) mugs, you got backpacks, you got all kinds of crazy cool things coming in the dine-in, take-out, get uh, (laughs) get some stone. I mean, all your, I mean, just some really cool items there online at athletesoriginal.com. Tell us about it. Yeah, it's it's awesome what I've been working with um, with Athlete Originals. So my design uh, is Rock Life for a given reason. Obviously, curling is involved with that. But uh, there's tons of different designs. Great. We just changed all of our fabrics and, and um, our products. So the T-shirts are way better. They fit more comfortably. We have sweatshirts. Um, we have crew necks and polos and tank tops and onesies. And then 
recently we just added hats so get out there get your ball cap or it's you know it's getting cold out there so you can get your toque to warm up your head but um get on there check it out if not if you don't check out my stuff check out all the other athletes that are on there as well i think it's really cool and like i said you can design your own shirt you pick you pick the logo that you want and then you pick your colors and background and all that fun stuff so there's even cell phone covers the mugs are great my dad loves his coffee cup Uh, (laughs) i bet he does with that jessica (laughs) schultz logo on it yeah so that's pretty cool yeah i i can only think sean uh the the only two guys i knew i certainly i know the toques i'm sure are popular for for jess at rock light but you and smitty are the ones i could see totally rocking the uh, rock life toque from uh athletes original yeah, I can always rock a rock a good hat or a toque, especially once I get a fresh buzz. My head gets awfully cold when that happens. Well, there you go. I'll set you up with one there, Sean. Oh, all right, man. I, I I'm jealous of you guys here in the Twin Cities, where I, I hope fall has come a little bit early. It still was 92, 94 degrees here in South Carolina just the other day. I, I I'm jealous because a fall weather there in the Twin Cities, but. You know, having the kind of ice you guys have at St. Paul, at Four Seasons, and in Chaska, I, I I see the photos all the time. I'm like, man, just take me away to Minnesota, please. Just somebody take me so I can hang out <laughs> and enjoy the fall weather, guys. Come on over, Bryce. I just actually <laughs> yeah. found out yesterday that there's an arena club going in close to my backyard. So we're going to have six, actually, in the area. Oh, do tell. That's right, Rick. Can you give That's any right, detail? field, isn't it? Richfield. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. How's yeah, that? So they're, they're, they're going to start. I just talked to the lady that's organizing it. So they're going to start uh, on arena ice so that they can show that the community, that, that there's an interest in the community. And then as the Olympic year progresses and, and everything, and we get more interest in it, we want to build an actually designated club with a bar and grill. Man, how about that? You got six, what, six clubs there in the Twin Cities. Do I have my numbers right? Is it six? That would be it. Six, and we've got one sheet. Well, I guess I should amend that. Two sheets of ice here in the entire state of South Carolina. One and a half that has curling ice, and that's my club here at the Palmetto Curling Club in Greenville, South Carolina. Jealous as hell, but guys, it's been a lot of fun here on the weekly roundtable of the Extra Extra In podcast. Just cannot thank our man Sean Murray, and certainly... Our good friend, Jessica Schultz, two-time Olympian. Can't wait to have you back again, Jess, this season as we get ready for those Olympic trials in Omaha. We're looking forward to it. Thanks, Bryce. All right, guys. Thank you very much. We'll be right back here to close up shop here on the Extra Trend. When we come back. All right, welcome back into the Extra Extra in podcast with the 12th In Sports Network, powered by Isogenics. Wrapping this thing up, Sean, been a great uh, episode here. Just another lot of fun uh, talking USA curling as we get ready, you know, for November in Omaha. But this week, you know, we feature Corey Christensen and Sarah Anderson, the youth movement taking center stage in Nebraska. Great conversation with them and certainly a, a great roundtable with Jessica Schultz as we dive into, you know, just kind of some of the challenges in, in, in the youth movement, you know, facing Corey, uh, playing against, uh, I, I don't want to say veteran, I'd say veteran with Nina, but, you know, Jamie Sinclair's team's still a little bit on the youthful side as well. Yeah, uh, 
I, I mean, let's face it, all, all the athletes in the field are, you know, relatively speaking, fairly young. Yeah. But one of the one of the other things is that whoever wins the trials is going to be uh, going to their first Olympics. Yeah. So uh, there's going to be pressure put on these teams that I don't I don't know if any of them have ever really had to deal with and that I think it's gonna be a very exciting event. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. But, you know, just really thank all our listeners for tuning in this week. Uh, Next week, we will talk with uh, Team Heath McCormick's Heater McCormick, the skip himself, and then Corey Dropkin. So we will bring you that next week here on the Extra Extra and Podcast. Also, we will dive into our roundtable with Jerry Gertz. We'll have him back uh, and talk about several things as we get ready uh, and you know, basically open up the month of October next week. I can't believe we're almost into October, but appreciate all our sponsors here this week on the Extra Extra and Podcast. You know, we can't do it without them. Our uh, certainly our title sponsor, Isagenix, uh, certainly Hardline, Expedia. Appreciate everybody uh, stepping up to help us out, bring you the 12th in uh, Sports Network's podcast of the Extra Extra. And every single week that you can get on Thursdays, a brand new episode every Thursday. Sign up, subscribe, free. Doesn't cost you a dime. Right there on your Apple Podcast app, on your smartphone, Sean, your uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and certainly if you want to go to the 12th In Sports Network, tesn.us forward slash podcast. We got everything right there. It could not be easier to find us, Sean. Yep. Sign up. Listen. Never know, you might win something. That's exactly right. You very well might win something, and that's half the battle. You can't get in it. You can't win it if you don't get in it. All right, let's go ahead and put a bow on this thing, Sean. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Thanks to everybody, the 12th End Sports Network, and the Extra Extra Podcast powered by Isagenics. We'll be right back here again next week. We'll see you then. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for being with us on this edition of the Extra Extra In Podcast with Price Atkinson. Follow Price and the 12th In Sports Network crew on Twitter and Facebook to stay up on our weekly contests, giveaways, and guests for upcoming episodes of the Extra Extra In Podcast, powered by Isogenics. As you make plans this season, consider convenient COVID-19 testing from Quest. Get the same test hospitals use without a doctor visit. Simply order online, select from drive through or at-home options, and get the results sent securely to your phone or computer. It's a great fit for your busy life. With over 20 million COVID-19 tests processed, you can count on Quest. So order your test today at questcovid19.com. That's questcovid19.com. As you make plans this season, consider convenient COVID-19 testing from Quest. Get the same test hospitals use without a doctor visit. Simply order online, select from drive through or at-home options, and get the results sent securely to your phone or computer. It's a great fit for your busy life. With over 20 million COVID-19 tests processed, you can count on Quest. So order your test today at questcovid19.com. That's questcovid19.com.